Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. Ball hit high in the air in the right field. Going back to Sayre. And Tennessee can say hello win column. A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. I made up my mind. I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! Rid it, did to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, November 27th. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. We missed you all this week. Hope everyone enjoyed time with their family, watching football or football, um, even some basketball. It's been a good week on Rocky Top. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it's been nice just being off from work and just having so many sports to go on all day long. It's been overwhelming. I, I realized <laughs> I hadn't watched much college basketball. Um, I haven't watched – too much NFL compared to most years uh, with Tennessee playing. Um, then obviously you have the battle for Atlantis and then with the world cup. And I know a lot of people don't care about the world cup, but for me, it just added another set of games that I enjoy keeping up with. So it has been a uh, overwhelming week in the sense of trying to watch every sports game I want to watch. I mean, and, and honestly, I don't know about you all cause it was ugly, but you <laughs> just want to, sometimes you, you want to watch a little chaos but that UNC Alabama game, it, when it went into the second overtime, you, you couldn't take your eyes off of it. Yeah, what a game that was. Um, yeah, like you said, what a week in college sports. College yeah. Basketball, college football. Even NFL today was pretty exciting. You had the Raiders just do a, a walk-off in overtime. I think the Chargers won on like a touchdown last 15 seconds. So, yeah, just a lot of sports. Um and that's all you can ask for. I love when your girlfriend Emily, she uh, she's not a huge fan of sports, but I love her chant when Tennessee does something great. She just says go sports. So, she loves sports. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. She has a <laughs> like said, she has an old chant about it. <laughs> go um, sports. Yeah, definitely one of those go sports weeks. Uh, it does make you really miss the World Cup in the summertime when nothing's happening and it's a lot more fun. But it's a uh, regardless, it's it's good to have it back on TV. Um, and as far as it is to be a Tennessee Vol, I mean, what else can you ask for in this weekend? Uh, what really kind of sucks about it is it's early for college basketball. Obviously, anytime you beat number three, anytime you beat Kansas, um, anytime you win a tournament uh, with the caliber of teams like they had in in uh, the Bahamas, like that's <laughs> fantastic. It just it does kind of stink that it happened this early, but at the same time. You got to play the games. <laughs> yeah. I mean, be who, who is ever in front of you. And that's exactly what Tennessee did. I know we're going to talk about that batter for Atlantis, but I mean, doing it without Josiah Jordan James is just makes it all more impressive. Yeah. And, and especially because I, I don't want to get too much into this. I know we're going to talk with Vanderbilt first, but um, I, I wanted to bring it up anyways. And, and without Josiah Jordan James, it shocks me how good Tennessee's defense is. <clears throat> yep. I mean, phenomenal. Um, let's talk. I think that's just going to be a given. I think, yeah. you know, Tennessee's football program, 
always going to have a good offense. Tennessee's basketball program, always going to have a good defense. I wish they could both kind of come together. Um, and maybe that's something for the offseason. I, I don't know. But, um, yeah, it, it just seems like that. that's just a staple of this basketball program is the defense. Yeah, which which that doesn't shock me. Um, all right, let's let, let it, let's look over to Nashville though, and I'll be the first to admit I wasn't nervous that Tennessee would lose. That <coughs> that didn't bother me. I, I thought Tennessee would um, beat Vanderbilt, and I, and I thought probably handily maybe is the right way to put it. I did not expect Tennessee to come off of that South Carolina just atrocious, just ugly. Season ending is not the right word, but just hope ending loss that was South Carolina. It, it hurt in so many in, in so many ways. It hurt, but to bounce to bounce back like that that shocked me. I thought Vanderbilt would make a game of it. They had a lot on the line. I think the weather ended up helping Tennessee out, which how much they throw the ball might shock you a little bit, but it didn't let chaos reign supreme too much. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I just it, it, credit to this team for bouncing back. I. I I was hoping you wouldn't need to do it twice this year uh, after that Georgia loss, but you did. And, and you put all the doubters that, that watched that game and they watched Vanderbilt knock off Kentucky and then Florida, which is impressive. That That is impressive to beat those two teams back to back. And then to have that going and Tennessee just took care of business. I mean, what else can you ask for other than yeah. Joe Milton to not overthrow it 85 times? What else can you all ask right. for? <laughs> I mean, the, the chatter all week was, Trap game, you know, 14 points. That's a lot of points. You know, it was Dez and Kirk's super dog of the week. Um, <laughs> One of those guys and, had AM in the college ball playoffs, so maybe we should have known. Yeah. Well, and, <laughs> you know, Kirk Herbstreit has – he's yet to pick a Tennessee game correct. Is that is that real? I know he has missed the big ones, but he really hadn't picked a single oh, one. I don't – from all the pick em games, I think maybe he picked Tennessee to beat Kentucky. Sure. See, I feel like there's, there's some games in there. Like, you know, he got it wrong last week, obviously. He got it wrong with Florida. He got it yep. wrong with Alabama. He got it and wrong Georgia. with Georgia. Georgia, I think that was a. That was, a that was him. That was a jinx yeah. pick. He was testing yeah. it. He was testing yeah. his jinx, yeah. and he found out it was true. Yeah. And then this, <laughs> this week. So, I mean, Vanderbilt had everything to play for. They're fighting for a bowl game. Um, Tennessee was coming off that just. Ass whooping. I mean, let's call it what it is in, in Columbia. So you know, this team could have quit, but man, what a freaking response! Yeah, and I, I half expected this to look like the ending to sixteen after that display in Columbia. I, I did kind of halfway expect that because it it would, like you said, it would have been easy. It, it, so mm-hmm. I thought I had my doubts. I thought maybe they take the easy way out, but they certainly didn't. And and, and another thing is too is. I really don't think it was just – a lot of people say they weren't – like that rumor going around that the team kind of quit to prove something to Hypel. I didn't think the effort was all that poor. I thought it was – I thought we just looked bad against South Carolina, which I don't know what's more discouraging, that you didn't try or that you did try and got 63 <laughs> points hung on you. I don't know what's more discouraging, but it just didn't feel that way. Um, so, again, that kind of kept me alive in hope that, hey – that gives you if you're trying, you you got a chance, I guess. So that did give me a little bit more hope than if if you hadn't. Yeah, I mean, I just think it's one of those things, kind of like a Rubik's cube. Like you're never gonna figure it out. So you know, the heart of the try, you try to understand what happened in Columbia. I think the the worse you worse you are. Fair. Um, 
you know, your head's just going to hurt. It's just going to spin because I, I can't put my finger on what it was. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, you know, the defense quit. But like you said, like it wasn't an effort thing. It was just a out of position. It, I mean, they, they just got dominated. And I don't want to harp on it too much. I know we talked about it last week. I just have a hard time believing Jeremy Banks is a 40-point difference. Well, that, that broken jaw looked pretty good. Before last <laughs> night, so. Yeah, for real. Um, not not good there for him. Yeah, I just – It I, looked I, like he had broken hands because he dropped two interceptions. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll spot him the, the rain. Um, okay. It could not have been – it could not have been easy. Also, you just got to give – I don't know who it was, that full extension diving catch that I still don't know how you overturn. You just got to give it to him, right, in that conditions? Yeah, it kept Tennessee. It kept Tennessee. Uh, yeah, it kept the shutout going. Yeah. So I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah, I just yeah. you got to give that. That was that. Bait. I don't know if it was a catch, but I feel like you just got to go with the call on the field there. <clears throat> Doesn't matter. Check the bat. Check that bat, Vanderbilt. That's, How that's about a good that? point. Do they check? Did they check Joe Milton's arm after the game? I mean, That's well, right. I was, I was, I was thinking the offensive line. Just dominated them. Just, ferociously. I mean, just gross. I mean, it, it was like there's no, like Mike Concho hit that home run at Vanderbilt. They're like, there's no way he hit that. I mean, speaking of the offensive line, I assume you're going to give credit to Tennessee's rushing game. You had three players with touchdowns over 50 yards and then two players with touchdowns over 80 yards. There's no way that's happened in a game. That has to be a record. There's no way. No, and Tennessee had a, a total of six plays, 50-plus yards. I don't think those are – when I say NCAA numbers, I don't think people did that in NCAA games. Yeah, I mean, looking at <laughs> looking at the stats, 31 carries, 362 yards, six touchdowns, averaging 11.7 yards per carry. I mean, that that literally is like what you did on easy on road to do you have uh, Jalen Jalen Wright's stats in front of you? It's five. Um, he had five carries, 160 yards, I think. And two TDs. Yeah, insane. <laughs> Absolutely insane. You love to see it out of this running game, too, yeah, just because everyone thinks that that the pace of Tennessee's offense – and when I say everyone, it's most of people who don't watch Tennessee games. They think the pace of Tennessee's offense means uh, the spur your fun and gun type stuff. No, no, no. This is – this is a good rushing attack, and it's going to get no, nothing against Small, Wright, or even Sampson, who got a lot of carries this week. Nothing against them, but they don't have, like, a balance that you'd like to a backfield right now. And if that balance is added, I feel really good about Tennessee's rushing attack every day. Yeah, I don't understand what Vanderbilt was trying to do. I mean – Get I, the I, hell I out of there. Yeah, I guess so. I, I just – maybe it goes back to 28 – 2018, we were at Vanderbilt, and that our team was fighting for a bowl game, and we just crapped the bed. Quit. We quit. I will <laughs> say that game, we quit. For sure. Yeah, I think Vanderbilt got to that point, too. Um, it, it was kind of – when they switched quarterbacks, I mean, it was over before that, but that that was just like – Nail in hey, the coffin. Yeah, just kind of white flag. Um, <laughs> pun intended, it was a white quarterback. Tennessee tried to run the clock out, too, by the way, literally. Well, we we literally tried. ran we ran up the score <laughs> with a backup guy. I mean, come on, like you had to, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, tackle us, please. I wonder what wonder what Bear thought of that one. 
I mean, we had the ball for 16 minutes. That was our possession for the game. Yeah, the time of possession stats are just hilarious this season, um, mostly because Tennessee won 10 games. It wouldn't be hilarious if we were 6-6. Six and six. Embarrassing. <laughs> um at florida yeah but the the time of possession is just it's it's baffling and 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 i saw it talked about some on on some uh forum i don't remember if it was what it was maybe reddit but like how concerning that is to the defense i mean i think there's definitely some concern there but i I do kind of wonder and it's one of those things just trusting hypel and hoping honestly hoping it works out do you think that changes when there's more depth added or do you think that's just going to be the way it is as long as this is the offense we run. Like, what do you think happens then? I mean, I, I think to a certain, like, I, I think you try, like you, you don't, yes, I, I think it, it will be like something that you see at Tennessee. I, I just think they're going to give up yards. Right. Because like opposing offenses are going to have more possessions because Tennessee is going that fast. And, and they have to try and throw it if they're playing from behind, which has been, 80% of Tennessee's games this year. Correct. Now, I do think there is a talent discrepancy. Oh, yeah. In some positions. Um, but I, I think in all positions. Now, you, you've got some positions that are better off than others. Um, but, I mean, last night, it, it Tennessee's weakness has been its secondary. They were missing three starters in the secondary. Vanderbilt didn't make them pay because they can't throw it down the field. Well, I think that, too. I think Clark Lee talked about that gap that Vanderbilt has. And I mean, you saw it. I even, I even think with uh, teams like Missouri, which I don't think is as big a gap as Vanderbilt has. But there's, there's definitely gaps in the SEC right now as far as talent goes. And thankfully, Tennessee isn't just like swimming at the bottom. They're, they're somewhere in that mix, away from, away from Georgia and Alabama, and a team like LSU who's just, who's going to have a lot of talent, but they've also seen a lot of turnover lately. Like, doesn't strike them, doesn't hurt Tennessee there. I mean, Alabama and Tennessee. I'm not going to sit here and act like Tennessee's this head and shoulders above better football team like we we want to when we talk about the college football playoff. They're not. I, I mean, I think Alabama is on paper the clear-cut better football team. But here's the thing, Landon. Call it, football is not played on paper. Tennessee beat them head-to-head. I didn't mean to go off on a tangent. Just talking about talent gaps there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think there is there is a clear talent gap between Tennessee and Vanderbilt and then Tennessee and, and the top two teams. Uh, it is, and, and I agree. And I don't know if the defensive stuff gets shored up. I don't, I'm curious to see, and I hope we keep recruiting well defensively. Speaking of that, didn't mean to get into that too early, but yeah, I mean, I, I think there is like there's depth issues, um, and we've seen that. We, it, and it's been masked over, you know, the offense and just having Hinton Hooker at quarterback has has masked a lot of that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, the defense didn't have a, have a great day against Alabama. They get a stop or two, yeah, in, in, in big moments, yeah, for sure. But Bryce Young kind of did whatever he wanted in that game. Yeah, I mean, even Florida. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Florida, same way. Um, yeah, the, the the defense just wasn't incredible. The pass rush is, has gotten better from last year to this year, but it still isn't like – it's not like Georgia. It's not like Alabama. It's not even like LSU, even though, you know, we, we played a better game than they did at LSU. Uh, you know, I just don't think the pass rush is there. But they've done a great job of getting guys in positions. They've done some things up front to kind of get to the quarterback, get some pressure without bringing everybody. Um, and I still think that's, I, something, that's something too. Pat, the pass rush, and I know it's a balanced game. 
I think that pass rush is a lot better if your secondary is better. I do. I, I think mm-hmm. there's times that the quarterback gets it out quick. I think if you go and watch South Carolina, I mean, Spencer Rattler barely gets touched because the ball's out so quick on most possessions. Um, I, I don't know if it would have changed if, if that secondary had held up better. You don't know, but um, I think the pass rush has been fairly solid most of the year, and then a couple games here and there have been iffy. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like the the goal was try to do what South Carolina did to Tennessee. They try to get it out on the perimeter, try to, you know, spread Tennessee out a little bit. But when you can't throw it down the field, I mean, your, your corners are just sitting. Yeah. Because what are you going to do? Speaking, um, speaking of guy, speaking of those plays like that, Wesley Walker is a monster, by the way. I mean, an absolute monster. Yeah, you saying that really pisses me off because <laughs> – I mean, we've said it all year. Safe- oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, the, the safeties aren't getting it done. They haven't gotten it done all no. year long. I have no clue how Wesley Walker has not been playing. I mean, it, it just – you can tell he's played a ton of football at Georgia Tech, and, you know, it, it just seems to come natural to him. He, he seems more athletic, you know, quicker um, than our other two safeties, even at the star position, wherever you want to put him. But I think he's- Wesley Walker is, you know, better than – all three, all three of those guys currently starting are not better than Wesley Walker. Yeah, and I don't even know if it's that he's faster or stronger. Or he just seems more decisive when he's going. He's going, and it's not he, his football IQ is a lot higher. Yeah, he he knows where he knows where he's going. He he, he yeah. makes decisions quickly, and, and I think even some can be said. And this is where I think Wesley Walker maybe haven't seen enough of it. So this is kind of a rush to judgment. Maybe a better tackle than someone who's young like Tamari McDonald. Who, who does make decisive decisions sometimes, but maybe doesn't couple that with a great play always. Um, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, watching Wesley Walker do that was bittersweet. Well, was bittersweet. He's a junior. Oh, so I, was not, thinking, I was not thinking he was a freshman. Did he transfer him? No, he's, he's part that. of that Whitehaven okay. trio. I don't know who I'm thinking yeah. of. Um, but, yeah, the, the, he seems – he has some things better than each of them, but I think the thing that separates him, in my opinion, is he seems to make decisions quicker yeah. and better than than everyone. And because I don't, I mean, there's, do we really think he's that much faster um, than Trayvon Flowers or that much stronger than Jalen McColl? I feel like that would be a tough, comb- like tough thing to do. Yeah, maybe not. It just seems that way because he is more decisive, right? Um, and the, you know, he's not going to miss the shoestring tackles you know he's yeah. not going to whiff on somebody it doesn't seem like um, but like you said we haven't seen enough of it to really have a um you know i'm not saying that the coaches are, are wrong or not i just from me watching last yeah. night <laughs> i would think wesley walker should be a starter no i i agree and it, i don't again it, it, it kind of puts the people who just watch games in a really weird position because you're going, he can do it even against Vanderbilt when no one else really can. Why is he not? So yeah, it, it's it's one of those things. Yeah, and, and it would be a totally different story if you know our, our our safeties like have made a ton of plays this year, right? Right. And and then you could be like, oh, you know, Wesley Walker, he's a pretty good you know backup for them. But like, he made plays last night that Flowers and McCullough hadn't. No, and I will give credit to Jalen McCullough. He looked a lot better last night. I'll give him give him credit there. Um, he did. He did. 
no no mistakes game. that popped off the screen, but a couple plays that popped off screen. I think that's really all you can ask for in your in your safety. Yeah. Well, and the good thing is if you know, I know we're, we'll talk about it here in a little bit about like where's Tennessee going to be, and and you know if they end up playing Clemson in an Orange Bowl. I mean, defense better be pissed off. Well, and I can't. You can't be like. I mean, that, that's got to be a huge confidence boost for that secondary because DJ sucks. <laughs> that, and, that's true. You know, he's likely to have the game of his life against Tennessee. I understand that. But from what we know this whole entire season, DJ sucks. And yeah. Clemson, Dabo should be fired for his lack of um, developing a quarterback for, for this season. I mean, Cade, Cade is way better than DJ. There's no way that you have a five star sitting on your bench and you refuse to play him over DJ. That's just the dumbest thing. Ever to be fair, was that the Notre Dame game that they brought him in and he looked god awful too? Yeah, maybe he he probably <laughs> hasn't looked great, but good lord! I mean, at least you're getting ready for the future. I mean, DJ, I guess he could come back one more year, but lord, I'm on the. I mean, I like the fire Dabo train because, which I don't know how much he'll be able to recruit out of Tennessee now that Tennessee's good, but yeah, I'm, I'm for that. I mean, how do you Notre Dame? Who else is it? Oh, in, in South Carolina. Yeah. Yikes. They at home. Still, they get they had a four-game win streak at home. You got beat? Well, kind of an away game, to be fair. They do get on buses. Oh, yeah. That's true. So, they, they just count it like that? Yeah, they count exactly. the wins as home games. They count yeah. the losses as away. Yeah, like Coach K. Good for him. Yeah. The, the losses um, go to <laughs> losses go to the interim, and, and Coach K gets the wins. It's that easy. Yeah. But, man, what a freaking response to that defense. I mean, I, again, we'll never understand how they give up 63 and then, you know, blank Vanderbilt a week I, later. I kind of understand it. I mean, Vanderbilt is that bad. <laughs> they are that bad. And I do think, you know, going back to your Jeremy Banks point, Jeremy Banks, he is a difference maker. Is He, he a, is. Is he, you know, 25 points difference maker? Probably not. But if he does make some of those plays on, you know, a third down or a first down, fair. Maybe maybe South Carolina doesn't score on that first drive. If they don't score on that first drive, they're playing catch up. And I think if you're putting a bunch of pressure on Spencer Rattler uh, of just having to score, I think that's where he struggles. Yeah, I mean that's a fair point. To yeah, because I guess it is a little disingenuous to ask if it's twenty five point swing because there are plays that maybe you don't see resulting as points that if you make they obviously do so yeah i mean that's a fair point i I don't know but and it hurts everybody's feelings of what happened last week but i hope it really hit home to jeremy banks and it it seemed like it did last night he seemed i I, I don't don't, yeah i don't want to speak for you either but saying all that isn't to say i think i don't know what happened so to to say i disagree with josh heupel would be I couldn't say that right now. I also wouldn't be as far to say I agree with him because I don't know any of it. Uh, we'll say I trust him. There is not a college coach. Like a lot of people I've seen floating the idea out that he suspended he, – he threw away a college ball playoff opportunity for discipline. Well, you you got to have a backbone somewhere. There's not a coach in the country that would throw away a college ball playoff for nothing. That's not to say maybe Josh Heupel didn't make a mistake. I don't know, but he's not giving me a reason to think so. And you know me. I'm not – I've not been 101 on Hypo like a lot of people have. Yeah, and, and starting a altercation in the locker room or whatever happened, 
that one mistake doesn't doesn't keep you from going to Columbia. Let's just say it like that. Yeah, I mean that's fair. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, listen, you've got Hugh Freeze calling hookers just to go eight and four. You don't think college well, football do anything? Went two and two, baby. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, it, that's an absurd comment I think to make. But some people are dumber than they dumber than yeah. they look. But he, um, he did not have a broken jaw. <laughs> he didn't. It is well, not healing a week. <laughs> if he did, that dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, guy of the week. Also, I, I'm going to jinx it now because Tennessee still has at least one game left. Did we see a targeting call all year in any of our games? Tennessee didn't get targeting, right? No. I know that. Okay. Alabama, did they Did they have a guy get thrown out? I doubt it. We would have heard about it because of they were saying Byron Young. They were trying to get Byron Young assault, uh, arrested for assault instead of Jermaine Burton. You're thinking of Jermaine Burton knocking out that sorority girl. Yeah. That's that was definitely targeting and ejectable uh, for sure. No, I don't. I, I maybe maybe for an, another team. No, Missouri had one. Missouri, Missouri had a targeting. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. right. They had a safety. Get Tennessee didn't get an ejection all year for that, right? I don't think so. No, I thought about it because I cannot believe Jordan Rogers didn't talk about it at all. Uh, Jalen McCullough, I mean, definition of targeting on a. Screenplay, I don't oh, know if yeah. it's running back or what, but the very definition of it. And I was like, I mean, I'm okay with it. I just don't know what targeting is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was waiting for that to be reviewed, and it never was. Yeah. Hey, whatever. We'll take it. Walk in your trap. Take over your trap. That's what we did. 56 to nothing. Also, um, shout out to Mandy, our friend Mandy. Um, tweeted us after that and said uh, Georgia beat Vanderbilt fifty-five to nothing. Tennessee beat them fifty-six to nothing. So it's a good point. No one's talking about it. the national media refuses to address that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, another thing that Vanderbilt's bad at—they're terrible on conversions. They're three of seventeen on third down, um, zero for four on fourth down. So what a job for Tennessee to get off the field. Let me look it up. Tennessee didn't convert a third down either, though, right? No, they're zero for seven. <laughs> <laughs> Converse of that, Vanderbilt's really good on third down. Fourth down, they're not so good out, but third yeah. down, they're they're yeah. pretty good. Not great. Um, <laughs> but but what did what did what was your thoughts on Joe Milton? There was rain. A I lot got, of people said he did. If we're giving Jeremy Banks a a, a break for the rain, <laughs> we got to give Joe Milton a little bit of a. Break. I think it'd be unfair to not give a, each receiver and uh, quarterback. I mean, I said it about halfway into that game. I was like, I'm impressed with both quarterbacks, or all three quarterbacks. I don't know if we had seen all three at that point, the way they're throwing it in this weather because it piss-poured the entire game. Yeah. Um, I, You know, I thought he looked a little bit better than his last few starts, What the three starts, whatever it was. He didn't he look obviously, out of place or lost. Do what? He didn't look out of place or lost. No, no, certainly. And I didn't expect that. But, I mean, I thought he threw some good balls over the middle to some guys. Um, he only missed on a handful of, of throws outside the hashes, short throws outside the hashes. Not a handful. That's that's too many. Uh, I, maybe two if I can, that I'm thinking of right now off the top of my head. Uh, one, I'm convinced he was throwing away. By the way, I saw some people complaining about it. It, it didn't look like he was throwing to a receiver. Um, if he did, yeah, that was bad. Um, I mean, his deep balls were tough, but 
and you want to hit on those, but I also thought there was one, and you can blame it on the rain, and, and even good defense. I think it was Ramel Keaton dropped on the sideline there. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah, it was a great ball. And so, and then a few, several overthrows that are disappointing. But I just think it, we're misremembering how not great he was in his last three starts. I thought he looked better than that, and it was piss pouring rain. So, I overall, I, I saw someone say graded as a C. Plus. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just hard on myself. If I got a C in school trying, I was very sad. If I got a C not trying, that's different. Well, C doesn't feel – do what? You went to South Bull, so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If I was trying <laughs> and got a C, I was very sad. Yeah, that's, that's um, tough. I don't know. C, I know it's supposed to be, uh, you know, middle of the pack. Some people call it average. I would have given him probably like a B, maybe even just with the rain, a B plus, give him a little bit of curve, you know, grade him on a curve. I just didn't think it was all that bad. I, I don't know. I mean, he, he ran the offense. Yeah, he scored fifty six points. It's hard to really say your quarterback didn't play well. Yeah, he missed yeah. some throws down the middle, or you know, uh, not down the middle, um, deep deep balls. Yeah, um, but over the middle, like you said, I mean, he made some great throws. That one to Walker Merrill apparently was a check. He said after the game um, that it, it was a check, and and so that looked great. That that forward down conversion or Mel Keaton over the middle. I, I just think that they need more of that in his arsenal. They need mm-hmm. to, you know, crossing patterns and stuff like that. It seems to be his forte. I know he can throw it a mile, but and in this offense, you can let that fly though, too, every once in a while. Right. Yeah, you can take your shot. It, it just sucks because like they're touchdowns. And you don't need to take it. You don't need to take those shots though either on third and five with whatever quarterbacks in the ballgame. That was frustrating. Third and five, throw third and six. He's throwing good ten yard balls, and we're throwing it forty yards downfield. I, I didn't. I disagree with those play calls. Yeah, I mean, every now, but if you're gonna do it, you gotta hit it. Yeah, at least it's one. like it's like shooting a contested jump shot. How I mean, excited did you get when the first one Jalen Hyatt had to come back to? You were like, oh my god, he got it! Like he's found it. He's oh, because like if that was. <laughs> Um, if anybody had like a little bigger shoulder pads, that's drilling right off them shoulder pads. Well, I just just that Jalen Hyatt had to come back for it instead of yeah. full extension diving and being short. I was like, hey, no more overthrow Joe. We're in it. We're good. Th- that's the thing. It's like you got to give your receivers a chance. Yeah. I mean, uh, overthrow over now and then. If it's good coverage, you know, it is what it is. But like if they're wide open, you got to make sure they have a chance to make a play on the ball. Yeah. Um, and there was just too many overthrows for me. So I'd probably grade him a, a B minus. He didn't turn the football over. So, I mean, it, it's hard to um, really harp on. That. And they didn't ask him to do too much. You know, the game was in hand. They did, He didn't even run the ball one time. I, th- I thought that was going to be something we saw a lot. And you probably would have if it was going to be a closer game. But uh, I, I thought Joe Milton handled himself well. You know, I, I love hitting Hooker on the sideline. That's just. You don't see – I think they mentioned it on the broadcast. You don't see that with quarterbacks in college. Yeah, it's be pretty like rare. Best friends like that. And to be in a battle for the past two years. I mean, obviously this is a different scenario, but quarterbacks in college, five years ago we had one crying on the bench because he didn't play. So in the program we've seen both sides of the coin. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, I got something speaking of that. Give me just a second. I finally got something I said I was getting for a while because I did mention okay. it. So give me give me just a second. I'm nervous, yeah. nervous. Um, while he's doing that, hey, tenth win. 
of the season. First time you've done that since 2003. Um, and that's something that this program hasn't seen since Phil Fulmer. You know, you've gone through Kiffin, Dooley, Butch, Pruitt. None of those guys could get to that point. None of them could get to it in an entire season. We did it in the regular season. That's the first time it's been done since 03. Um, kind of another milestone that they're chasing. I think Jalen Hyde is 32 yards away from uh, Robert Meacham's um, single-season record at Tennessee. So, in the bowl game counts. So, needs 32 yards to break it. So, we'll see. Um, I was hoping to see it last night, just – Throw it on, you know. If you could have hit maybe one of those deep balls, it it happens. So, but dude, what number did what number did he wear? Who? You know, eleven. The guy we just mentioned. Two. See two. What a terrible quarterback number. <laughs> yeah, I finally got a chalkboard. So we'll keep up with how many times we mention him since we do it all the time on this show. Uh, I did mention it this show, so zero days since we last mentioned um, JG. I will try to update his board for, for every show. <laughs> oh, my God. I told you we'd get it here. Someone <laughs> someone can snap a, snap a picture if you'd like. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> That's awesome. Also uh, sad. Um, very sad. But, hey, we got to laugh at the bad times and the good. I think uh, Josh Heibels, he scored like 111 points on Vanderbilt in the last I few years. I love that stat. <laughs> yeah. I hate Vanderbilt. I don't know if I've mentioned it. I hate Vanderbilt. I hate everything about him. In everything. Uh, I didn't hate him like – I hate them in football. Basketball, they're just so bad that you're just like, whatever. But, like, baseball just gave me, like, a new, like, hate for them. That whole check the bat. I mean, Tim Corbin just being a – I'm not going to – Yeah. Yeah. What I, I'm yeah. Say it. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to me. Tim Corbin's a bitch. No. Okay. All right. Yeah, I like that. Um, no, baseball definitely – Clip that, Joe. They became exponent. Like you saw the true pettiness of them, and it's funny because we didn't even really—I didn't know about. It. You may have known about it at the time, and, and then we brought up the story of Tim Corbin checking uh, Cody Hans bat back in. What would that have been? Two thousand nine, ten. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. So that he's been petty about Tennessee forever, which makes it a little bit more sweet, honestly. Um, especially oh, did they show every highlight of Vanderbilt beating Tennessee last night. Good God. <laughs> uh, I love that they showed the Derek Mason interview, and I don't know if anyone else pointed it out to those not in the know, but that that vest did get framed after that win. After that 2016 win, that was golly. I hate mentioning it. They also sh- showed Jordan Matthews. They had his interview for like a quarter long, it seemed like. I'm like, good God, get this Dave Chappelle-looking guy off my screen. The worst one for me, uh, maybe not the worst, a bad one. 16 was probably the worst. Or 18 when we were there. 13, when Pat and Robinette from Maryville scored the game-winning touchdown. 
because A.J. Johnson, love him, jumped at the goal line to block a pass. That one hurt bad. Yeah. Maryville kid, yeah. Which I'm not saying he should have played at UT, but it still hurts. Yeah. Um, not great. That was – it was a long time ago. We've been through a lot since 2013. Yeah. Speaking of the home <laughs> – Speaking of the home kids, I mean, you 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 did mention it briefly, but Walker Merrill gets a tutty in the in the hometown. Yep, big yep. time. That's his what third of the season. And it's no shock that Jawan Jennings gets a touchdown for the Giant or, or the not the Giants, Forty uh, Niners. He, he hates the hates Vanderbilt so much he scores the weekend Tennessee plays them. Yeah, I said San Francisco. <laughs> I want to say San Francisco Giants, but that's baseball. Um, yeah, the the 49ers the the week of the the Vanderbilt game. So if you don't remember his video that he ran it after um that loss to was it Brady Hope was the coach. That's right. Yeah. Did he get to play in that game? I can't remember. Cuz he got kicked off the team by Brady Hope. Yeah. I don't think he did. He did get he did end up getting suspended, didn't he? Because I think he so. stepped on the Vanderbilt's helmet. On the side. No, that was that was Jeremy Pruitt's. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm season. talking like I was. I was talking. Or no, 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 that was 19. That was 19. Because it was a home yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. Because he missed Which like the first ridiculous. half of the the bowl game um, against uh, Indiana, Jacksonville, Indiana. Yeah. What did the? I want to know what the backup. We could look this up. I, I don't know if Joe, if you can right now. Um, what did the bat? What did the I guess second, third string Tennessee receivers score last year? Not at the rate they scored this year. Oh no! Not even. Close. I mean, I mean, Ramel Keaton probably. Well, he's he has to have like five hundred yards. I wouldn't. Walker don't include, Romero has a couple touchdowns. Don't in, yeah, I think he has two or three. Don't include uh, don't include Ramel in there because he's technically been first string for the majority of the year. So don't include that. I mean, that's, that says a lot about this offense. So that, again, didn't get a good taste of Joe Milton in, but he, he won 56 to nothing. So can work with another quarterback. Um, you've got dang Princeton Fant throwing and running for touchdowns in this offense. Um, I'm trying to pull it up. How many touchdowns? Also, when so the squirrels had one. Yeah, Walker Mell is three. Three. And that's yeah. it. Okay. And Jimmy Holiday has one. That's right. So if you if you I mean I would again I wouldn't include Ramel in there, but Cedric has three when he's healthy. I mean, it's a lot. That's a lot of wealth to be spread around. Hey, I'm not not I'm not a recruiting guy by any means, but uh, if you want to score touchdowns, I'm just saying. I mean, Walker Merrill has eight receptions for and three touchdowns, so that's a good that's efficient. Yeah, good clip there. So very efficient. I love it. Um, oh, oh, D. Williams. Good God. It's about time he got one. Did you sweat the kicker a little bit? A little bit. You looked for him on the screen? <laughs> yeah. Because um, he I said, what, two stop by punters, right? I think Squirrel got – he got caught by the punter. Okay. Yes, he did. Yep. I don't know he if he would have scored, pretty, though. The punter wasn't had, the last guy. Yeah, he had a pretty he, big return there. But, yeah, he did get – that punter was huge. Good God. He he was an athlete. 
that one, hey, after you break the first tackle, you go down. You don't <laughs> you don't gamble. When you hit red, you go it. down. That's, that's so Vanderbilt to pick up, you know, go for a fake pun and pick it up and then fumble it. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, we just started dying. Oh, yeah, we started dying laughing watching it. Just yeah. go down, brother. You got the first. I think Bill, D. Williams nice caused that fumble, too. Oh, did he? So, yeah, he had a, he had a good night. He got he got a good – I use the term uh, walloped. He got walloped. Yeah. He got the – D also had a nice Ellie. Apparently he'd been working yeah. on it. He oh, knew he was going to get one sooner or later. <laughs> uh, I love the people who if – you, if you're a member of the VFL Facebook, if you're not, I encourage you to get those laughs in. Um, someone – I mean, not someone, a lot of someones. I, at least ten people are like, what happened to D on that touchdown? Did you not watch the whole thing? I don't know. Or do you not watch football at all? Like, it I, happens all the time. I don't even think you need to watch the trends to go, yeah, he's obviously messing around. <laughs> yeah, just just watch another second. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Good selling. Um, we need more team sellies. We don't have a lot of good team sellies. Yeah. Well, punt return is kind of hard because you, you're usually the last. You're beating everybody down there by a good margin. Yeah. yeah you, You've gotten a lot of good team celebrations though in the NFL this year. They're getting everybody yeah. involved. Sometimes more than the eleven on the field. I mean, I have a most important get speaking of getting people involved, what about the Eagles releasing that uh the offensive line Christmas album? There's no way that's a is that really their real voices? I think it is. That's incredible. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> it's, it's 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 phenomenal. I'm not buying a copy. I'd, I'd pay way more for those tickets than Taylor Swift. I'll tell you that. Yeah, 100%. God, Ticketmaster's hearing this, and they're about yeah, to they're, go. They, they, yeah. just sold, they just sold out an arena in Philly. Yeah. <laughs> All the bots. Um, guys are impressed? Okay, yeah, guys are impressed. Um, kind of mentioned some, but. Um, yeah. Don't Defensively. I'll steal it. Oh, okay. I'm going to steal it. No, that's, that's good. No. I figured you would go with Dylan Sampson if, if that pick fell to you. Um, it's kind of one of those frustrating ones where you're like, man, we could have used that speed all year. And how great did he look in pass block? The one concern after that LSU game. Yeah. The, uh, was it they the, all did a really good job. It was a big gain. I can't remember if it resulted in a touchdown. But he picks up a miss. I don't know if the guy just stunned it. I don't know what happened. I'd have to go back and watch the play. But um, comes off the right guard. And if if Dylan Sampson doesn't make the play, it's a sack. At the bare minimum, uh, uh, you get the ball away as you're getting hit. Probably not as good. Was that the fourth down to uh, Ramel that, King? That probably was that it. That probably was it. And, and just yeah. makes a phenomenal play. Um, so not only great in the rushing game, but dominant um, in pass block. But gets him uh, gets him another gets him a hundred yard gain. Game. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, and if Jabari Small could have got another touch, he probably would have. We had three guys over 100 yards. Um, I'm going to go Roman Harrison. Um, I think he is kind of the forgotten pass rusher on this team. But, man, he I feel like he's had a good year. Um, mm-hmm. Very underrated. You know, he had a good night last night, two sacks. Um, he also has a dread, so it makes him, you know, 10 times better at, at football. So, of course. Um, yeah, I, I thought he did a, a great job. He's He looks small. And I think it's hot. He isn't like huge, but I, th- I think he's quick and, and he's a lot stronger than he looks. He seems. I mean, he seems to be. He, he has no problem playing 
patty cake with uh, some tackles. Yeah. He's, and, and he's he's got uh, – I, I doubt he does it consistently because we don't see him in the backfield too, too much, which you could argue playing time. Um, but that one, I think it was his first sack. Great bend to get around that tackle. And I think he's got a high motor too. It's like, you know, you see some edge rushers when their first move gets picked up, they're just like, oh, I'm blocked. He keeps going, yeah. man. Um, yeah, you know, love his motor. I thought he had a really good game last night. Well, his first sack he gets there. Speaking of that kind of second effort, um, Mike Wright does a great job stepping up in the pocket once he gets around him, and then he's able to find him again. So yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, he several he 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 popped up on the screen several times making plays. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go Wesley Walker as as another one. Um, we kind of talked about it already, but yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, but yeah, I, I just think he's a guy that should be a starter on in the secondary somewhere. I think you got to find a way to get him on the field. When he's been on the field, it just seems like he's just a little different out there. Is he all world? No, but he makes plays, and you know he's 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 played a lot of football, and you can tell it. Yeah, yeah. Um, trying to think of some guys outside the, or outside of the ones we've mentioned. Um. I, I mean, Jalen Wright's going to be my next one. It has to be. I have to, I have to just mention and, and him too. It kind of looked like a, a few. His first, I think, carry or two were just, you know, I think seven yards maybe was his first one. Eight yards, not, not long. And then bust off that that fifty. I think his was fifty four yards maybe his first one, or was his exactly at fifty? No, Jabari's is fifty two. His might have been at exactly. Okay, 50. yeah, his, his was exactly fifty. Yeah. And phenomenal run. I think that's the one we missed. Or did we miss his 80-yard run? I think we missed his 80-yard run. Yeah. They were showing that, yeah. Thanksgiving pictures. Um, yeah. But was uh, it Jordan Matthews still on those damn yeah, Who knows? Jesus. Who knows? But regardless, I mean, just – first off, I thought every running back, their vision, I guess. Because, I mean, it's not – they didn't magically become more athletic. We've seen Jabari cut hard and, and – leave guys um crumbling but uh i thought i thought all three did a great job jalen Wright had a couple big cuts too in the game yeah yeah i mean we, we've just kind of always wanted that that breakaway run and we haven't seen it yet this season so it, it was good to, yeah i mean they, they saved the best for last i guess but uh yeah what a what a night for for them and the o-line i, I gotta mention the o-line in there um you use a lot of guys and i thought that was you know yeah. Dane Davis and Ollie Lane. Yeah, Javante Spragans went down. Um, yeah, that that offensive line, Cooper Mays. I mean, I've just been super impressed with him all season long. Yeah. What did you speaking of Dane Davis? What did you think about that? You got you got a heavy in there, a true heavy. Yeah, I like it. I just love. Did you chant? Did y'all chant? I don't. I don't think so. You didn't. Yeah, if you don't remember, you didn't. No. And get a nice heavy chant going in. God. And we scored on that play. We did score. Joe yeah. Milton pushing the pile, baby. I mean, that was – it, it that, That's why he gets a, a B for me. <laughs> well, it cracks that me up that – just sets him apart. I mean, that's a, yeah. that's a dog. Well, it cracks me up that he he's so strong and big, Princeton fan. He, he tries to hurdle or dive over the offensive line. He gets hit short and stays standing somehow. It, it's miraculous and – hilarious that Vanderbilt couldn't bring him to the ground when he was almost horizontal with it. 
Yeah. And Joe's like, I got you, brother. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give Tyree West as my next one. Had a like sack. Um, he he looks he looks good. He, he's he had be, a big block on that play too. That touchdown play we were just talking about. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna be something for Tennessee here in the next I few so. years. Um he, he just looks different out there. You know that dude, that defensive front is gonna be disgusting in a couple of years. Um, with what you got coming in, Shadavian Bradley, Caleb Herring. Um, I mean, next year you, you'll have Tyler Barron, you'll have Tyree West, James Pierce, Joshua Josephs. I mean, there, there's just some some young studs just waiting. Yeah. There's some I talent. I mean, I mean, I'm excited for the, the offensive uh, one. I don't think you'll see as many young guys next year, but defensively I, there's a lot of room that you may see some young guys Maybe not from day one, but throughout the season. Yeah. And I think it's going to be interesting, too, is, like, you get some guys um, here for bowl practice for that midterm enrollee. Um, so, we'll, we'll see early. Yeah, I guess it is midterm. Um, get to see those guys and um, get some bowl practice in. I think you got 15 practices. Um, so, yeah, a lot coming down the pipeline. Also – you know, we were mentioning how it's great. It was a great weekend to be a Tennessee fan. Davian Hobbs, five-star yeah. defensive lineman. Hadn't mentioned him. Yeah. Yeah. Commits to Tennessee over Huge. Georgia and Alabama. Yeah. Literally. For real. Um, love Rodney Garner. Appreciate you, brother, <laughs> for helping us. Standing, standing O. We haven't done a standing O. Yeah, let's do a standing, standing O. Let's do it. Love to see it. Big Rod. Um. Yeah, landing the number one player out of North Carolina is is huge. Um, getting his, he said he it was the the Alabama game that he knew. That makes sense. Just felt like I, home, so. I mean, I, I said it when we talked about it. I I know there's a lot of more things that go into recruiting. I just don't know how you can be at that game and not want to play at Tennessee. That yeah. If you if you go to that game and don't play at Tennessee, I really I want to interview you, not to bash you, not. To, just, I would love to hear what overrules that because it's got to be some good stuff. Money. <laughs> well, yeah. What is, what is again? It's got to be good. I want to hear what that NIL package is because I don't know how you can be in that stadium, and I, yeah. I don't. I don't get it. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? What do you think Vanderbilt's field rush? How do you think that felt? Oh, dude, legendary. It probably felt like being in a line at a museum. You know what's what's really interesting, like watching, and I guess it's like you've seen it with baseball. You saw like Tennessee play um, Georgia Southern. They ended up with Chase Dolander the next year. I mean, like is is a lot of you know you play in these teams where NIL is not a huge deal. Is that could could that be something that that Tennessee kind of goes after? It is you know I'd love to have Barry on Brown from Kentucky. Um, yeah. You know, is that you know Dominic Lovett entered the transfer portal from Missouri? He's a guy that had 800 yards this past season. Is hey, you want to come play at Tennessee? Does Cincinnati have anybody? I saw a lot of them decommitting and entering the transfer portal today after Luke Fickle is headed to Wisconsin. I mean, hey, any any of those good enough to play at Tennessee? Yeah, uh, especially if you're a defensive player. Just keep that in mind. Yeah, linebacker, safety, corner. Um, come to come to Tennessee. 
Or, or uh, we need a tight end too. Come to Tennessee. <laughs> come, to, come to Tennessee. Um, I saw Lane Kiffin told Miley Cyrus today on her birthday post to come to the SIP. Um, I don't know if that That's is funny. a – yeah, that sounds like a weird booty call. He's been hanging out with that Vanderbilt linebacker too much. Yeah, and it's like, dude, um, Miley Cyrus on her birthday, she was to come to Mississippi. Ugh. They did somehow they did somehow get Katy Perry. I can't think of a worse place to be. Than and, and his dog was hitting on Taylor Swift. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That dude's horrible. And his son was in Will Rogers DMs. Weird. <laughs> how how much I don't think I've ever in like been envious of an eleven year old's life, but it's gotta be fun to be Knox Kiffin. Oh, for <laughs> it's sure. gotta be so much fun. I mean, I don't think you could just like shoot off a fire extinguisher anywhere. Yeah, no, and he's I, just able to do it that's on very legal most of the time. I think <laughs> yeah. if you just at a random place doing that. Yeah. <laughs> you just do it on the sidelines in the middle of a football game. Yeah. Uh he's got he's got a I hope he's enjoying it because it does look like fun. Um, I also want to give a shout out to Lane Kiffin. I thought I was the most spiteful human being in the world. Lane Kiffin is the most spiteful human being in the world. I'm sorry, you can't tell me otherwise. That dude was waiting. His that Auburn contract was on his kitchen island, ready for him to sign when he got home from that Mississippi State game from the Egg Bowl. That reporter dropped that news, and he was like, "Eff it, I'm staying just to prove this guy wrong." You can't convince okay. me otherwise. That's exactly what he did. Yeah, but here's the th- here's the thing. Is like if you're looking at resume, Hugh Freeze has won better games than Lane Kevin has. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, yes. Uh, I think Hugh Freeze is much more character issue. Because to oh, be I fair to Lane that. Kiffin, I mean, he hasn't had like is he a maybe someone you don't want to work with? Yeah, but like he, you know, he doesn't have allegations of relationships with people under he's, the age he's eighteen. He's not a scandal guy yet. <laughs> yeah, he's he's not scandal. He doesn't have a scandal. He's he not might be a scumbag, yet. but he's not a scandal. Yet. Yeah. Well, he he doesn't have you know he may have called him, but he doesn't have it on a state issued phone um yeah. he didn't get fired for that reason he, he's only been fired for being a bad football coach and that that's his only that's his only allegation right now um i do got to think auburn maybe saw that uh timeout on the two-point conversion the two timeouts on the two-point conversion untimed downs lane i don't know if you knew that um but they're untimed maybe they saw that and retracted the offer i, I think it was because lane kiffin was spiteful i think he said i'm staying at old miss yeah, I, and maybe maybe he does just enjoy enjoy being the king of Mississippi. I don't know. Yeah, because you're never going to be the king of Alabama. So no, as much as he wants to be Nick Saban, he, he won't be. No, I thought he would take it just to piss off Nick Saban. I, I thought that would I, be the only reason I, he would I think, take it. <laughs> I think there was some spitefulness in the decision to go to Auburn. Yeah, um, and then I think he decided to be more spiteful about by, by getting after that reporter. Also, this was going to be my uh, most important of the week. The Mississippi State president's wife uh, mess- tweeted at that reporter and was like, "Good job, your work is done, baby," or something like that. Yeah, weird. yeah, very weird. <laughs> hey, but a lot of people are giving that reporter credit for uh, getting Mississippi State the win, and maybe they did. Um, Lane, I've, I've got Lane out. Let me let me practice or get you some practice here. Let me coach you. Be coachable for a minute. 
if you want to put all the rumors to bed, you come out and say before the game, it's not a distraction if you do this. I'm not going to Auburn. I'll be the head coach at Ole Miss next year. You say it in a players' meeting. You say that in the press. There's no more rumors at that point. The rumors are, is he lying? Well, I mean, I hope your team trusts you enough that the words that come out of your mouth are true. All he said was, unless anything significant changes. Yeah. Oh, well, he's saying, at, he's saying at Ole Miss, have fun. You get another couple years in Mississippi. Um, good for you. Hey, it's not. Hey, it's nine million dollars. They count. Old Miss countered good. Yeah, that is. That is. I mean, maybe this was just to get more money. I'm. Who knows? Oh, I mean, his agent's Jimmy Sexton. I'm sure that's part of it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he gets for it. Sure. Um, but man, Tennessee's program. I mean, ten wins. I, I know we're kind of disappointed a little bit that you know it, it doesn't come to a college football playoff berth. But if everything stays the same and USC wins out. Guys, we're probably getting screwed out of the college football playoff. Probably, probably so. It probably is going to happen anyways. Um, and, and I'll say this. This disappointment, it sucks, especially the way it happened with 63 points. Spencer Rattler, name it, it sucked. In Columbia, um, if I hear Sandstorm one more time, I'm going to lose my mind. But, yeah, I think it's kind we of – We didn't nice. leave it up to the committee. <laughs> That's fair. Um, <laughs> it is almost kind of nice to be disappointed in a different way. Keep us on our toes, you know. Yeah. I mean, we're not disappointed because we didn't get to – a a bowl eligibility against Vanderbilt. We're not that disappointed. Um, we're not hoping that the entire team gets COVID so we don't have to go to Liberty Bowl against Army. We're not that disappointed. So, yeah, I mean, it's there's levels to it, I think. And hopefully – I mean, I disagree very much so with everyone who says if you don't win a national championship, it's a disappointment. You know, they, they talked about it with baseball, with basketball. I think there certainly is a level of – to see where Tennessee could have been – you can certainly say Tennessee had its disappointments this season. This season did not come without disappointments, but it also came with a lot of just fantastic moments and, and overall a fantastic season. Yeah, it, it, I had so much fun this year. I mean, the tailgates were awesome. Um, you know, we, we got great times. It seems like every game besides Missouri wasn't a noon yeah. game. Um had some night games in there. You know, you, you had the the thriller with Alabama. Um, Which you, you finally beat, post, Yeah. We, we finally beat Florida. We got to storm the field. I mean, just, just so we much We won fun. 10 games. You didn't mention the most important part. We won 10 games. We and I 10. know that and we went to LSU. Won. And we went to LSU and whooped them. I know that it's disappointing that that loss came to South Carolina. And like I said, you can – like this season came with its disappointments. But at least it came with some miraculous moments. And um, this team, I mean, you've got a – you, you tweeted, we got a Heisman candidate um, that he might win it if, he, if he's never injured now. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they were, they were definitely going to leave us out because they were going to give Caleb Williams the Heisman Trophy and they weren't going to – they weren't not going to put the Heisman Trophy winner in the college football playoff. It's a fair point. So we were getting left out anyway. Yeah, it, it sucks. And but regard, like I said, regardless, and I hope Tennessee finishes off twenty twenty two season on a high note. Hopefully in the Sugar Bowl, um, but at least at least in New York Six Bowl. So this is it's a great time to be a Vol. And, and trust me, I I would love nothing. I have trust me, I want a national championship more than the people who say if a season doesn't end in a national championship, then it's it's a failure. 
I want it more than you. I promise that because you want it every season. See, you're just selfish, and you really don't care about the national championships. You just want to say it. You don't really care about them. I care about them so much. I'm willing to go through 22 years of hell. If I was old enough in 98 to remember it, I promise you I'm, I would have enjoyed it so much. I would have been sitting here saying, we got one in my lifetime. What, what am I – who am I to ask for more? Yeah. That's how bad I want one. That's how bad I want one. You people, you don't really want one. You don't really want it. You won't go through the trouble. You want it given to you. Yeah. Man, so so much fun. Um, had a blast. Can't wait to, you know, hopefully we get to tailgate some for baseball a little bit. Um, but, man, what a what a season Tennessee yeah. has. And, and, you know, we were talking about earlier that there's still, like, issues on, like, depth issues that need to be fixed. This – this it's roster isn't awesome. built up. I mean, you saw against Vanderbilt, we had like what sixty scholarship players. I mean, it was incredible um, who we had out. And you know, again, there's still depth issues and um, some talent issues that Tennessee needs to fix. But the future's bright. I think you're going to have the quarterback. It, it seems like for now you're pretty set at quarterback. You know, I think Joe will probably be your quarterback next year. Given everything that we've heard, at least against maybe, Virginia, yeah, yeah, seeing a little bit, but if not, I think you have two capable quarterbacks behind him that are talented enough that if he's not getting it done, you're not handcuffed to that quarterback. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't think there's a need um, with Taven Jackson at least getting some playing time this year. I don't think there's a dire need for Tennessee to go get one in the portal either. I think, I think the portal. Position, the portal um, availability needs to be kept for needed positions. I think, like you said, there's capable guys there. Yep. Yeah, that, that'll be, you know, DB for sure, linebacker, tight end. Um, I, I'm hesitant to maybe running back. I don't I don't know. Um, you know, you did, you, you did get to see a lot of those guys against Vanderbilt, but throughout the entire season you'd love to have another guy. Um, yeah. So, yeah, maybe, maybe you look at that. I mean, it's kind of wide open for receiver, too. You know, if you want to add – here's it like if Will Anderson went into the portal, you're going to go after him. Even if you're set at, you know, edge or you think you are, you're going after the best available player. But, yeah, the positions of need are definitely tight end, um, linebacker, and, and defensive back. Yeah, for sure. Um, are we going to go to New York Six Bowl? Yeah. Oh, Tennessee um, has punched their ticket, and I think it's more likely probably the Orange or the Cotton Bowl. I'm going to be honest. I'm very broke right now, um, and it's kind of Dylan Bloom's fault, small hands Dylan, yeah, that I'm also true. planning a Vegas trip in February. We're going to win it all back in Vegas. So. All right, all right. If, as long as you can do that, you can promise me that. So is that are you putting the money out there for for that? No, I'd like to go. <laughs> I think it'd be fun. Um, yeah, I think it'd be a lot of fun if we can if I can make it work. Yeah. I'll do it. All right, we'll, so, I, I, we'll make. It. If not, Here's, we're going on a. I need we're to going on a banger during the summer. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to save money for Omaha too. Omaha in the Final Four. I mean, that's going to cost a pretty penny. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's going to cost a pretty penny. Let's um, talk about Omaha or basketball. Which which one? Well, let's go basketball. Uh, not a lot for, yeah, for baseball. Just for just a second, we're going to try to get a lot more. Um, guests and stuff on. That's something I'm kind of mentioning Caleb here, um, you know, before the show that, you know, I, I think it would be good to get some 
some more guests on the show, especially when it's downtime, you know, like it is during bowl season and, and Tennessee's not playing, just basketball's going on. So um, if you have people that you'd like us to have on, please, um, you know, mention those and we'd be happy to, to reach out and make it happen. So yeah. Battle for Atlantis. Battle for Atlanta. Go to the Bahamas and get a win. Um, John Curry getting down there waiting to sign Gregory Shiano, so it feels a little bit better this time. <laughs> it, dude, this, I, I mentioned it earlier. This defense is so freaking good, and I agree with what you're saying. You kind of expect it out of a Rick Barnes team now. I just really wasn't sure Tennessee's defense with Kennedy Chandler was solid defensively. Um, listen, I, I'm all for giving John Ferguson some flack, but – the fact is, is he scrapped and, and he made guys work for points and, and helped us a ton defensively. Um, yeah, I just I, – I wasn't convinced this – they would – I'm not saying they were necessarily going to get worse. I didn't expect them to, to do what they've done – did it in Atlanta. So obviously, Colorado, they struggled. Um, but, I mean, that's really the exception this season. And, I mean, it's, it's not just that Kansas game. You saw it come up big in the um, – USC game, especially with the way they smothered Boogie the last, what, seven minutes, five minutes of the game. He was exhausted. He wasn't getting the shots he wanted. This defense is good. Yeah. I, I think they're elite. And, you know, if the offense, if it's going to continue to play um, inside out, like it seems like this team has, has changed philosophies and just let – I mean, they're going to let the threes fly. And he got um, to sometimes. But but I think they're they're trying to get it inside, and that's going to open up everything else. Um, it, it seems like it's worked so far. Um, yeah, you know, not a huge sample size, but you beat Butler seventy-one to forty-five. Um, hold them to thirty-one point nine. If, if a team is shooting thirty percent from the field, Tennessee should have enough offense to get it done. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's um, definitely part of it. So. Um, Beat USC in overtime. Uh, Julian Phillips had 25 points. I mean, kid's a stud. Julian Phillips. I he, Okay, let me see if you kind of – maybe – has he grown a lot, do you know, in like the last year or two? Um, I don't know. It's so funny. He'll, he'll go in, especially when he gets down around the boards and he looks like this freak athlete. And then there's sometimes where he runs where it's like he doesn't know how big he is. <laughs> and it's yeah. like he's obviously incredibly athletic. I, like there's no denying that. And that's why I just wonder if he's grown, you know, grown two inches or something in the last year and is still trying to get his feet under him. Like baby giraffe mode sometimes. He, mm-hmm. Like John Fulgerson was for five years. He'd have those baby giraffe moments. Um, but yeah, it's I hope USC is in his best game all year. Um, but man, what a freshman performance. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, he was he was phenomenal. Gets to the rim. That that's something that like you want guys to be able to get to the, especially when you don't have like. I mean, Zakai Ziegler, he does a good job of, of getting it in there, but he's not going to be able to finish a ton at the rim, yeah. um, just because his size. Kennedy Chandler got to the rim at times, but there was times where he just didn't or couldn't. Right. Um, so I'd love to have a wing on the outside that can go get his own shot. And I know people want to hang on and say, like, you know, he could come back next year. Guys, the NBA is a wings league. That kid is gone. Okay? Go ahead and accept it now so you're not heartbroken at the end of the season. That kid is gone. I, I, I would agree with you. Uh, the only exception I'll say is 
Tennessee has some guys in recent history that maybe shouldn't have gone when they did. Um, I don't know. Does that sway? The money no. at the end of the day. Caleb, stop. What? You're, you're, you're going to be heartbroken. It, no, 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 I'm not. No, I'm not. Because I, I could argue both sides of Kennedy Chandler leaving easily. Yeah. And I, I mean, I understood that he went. Like, yeah. Well, that, that's one thing you got to look. If Kenny Chandler is going to go with his size, I mean, Julian Phillips. Yes. Yeah. Well, he, to, to no be doubt. fair, two very different positions and two completely different styles of play. To be fair to that. Right. But which one translates better to the NBA? Yes. That's, that is also a good point. I don't, again, this isn't setting you up for hope. I'm just saying there's a world where he doesn't. Is that world light years away? Yeah. We're not living in it. There's a world, though, Landon. Okay. He gone. Kennedy Chandler is not one of the guys I was talking about that should have stayed. But do you disagree with that statement? That he should have stayed? No, no, no. He's not one of the guys. When I said there's a few guys in Tennessee's recent history that should have stayed. Oh, yeah. If you're talking about Keon and, and Jaden, yeah, probably. Um, Which we didn't want them to necessarily because of scholarships, but that's a different tale to tell. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that looks like. I mean, Keon's playing. Yeah. Jaden, uh, and, and Keon's more of like, again, Wings League. Right. Jaden was kind of a, a smaller in between a point guard and a shooting guard, but not as big as – not as lengthy as Keon. Um, right. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm just trying to – I'm just trying to get rid of all your all your hope. I'm sorry, but – Oh, I, I think you tweeted – someone tweeted out that he was one of the most polished freshmen. I'd have oh, to yeah. really go – I'd have to really go back and rack my brain to 100% agree with that. But it's hard to not go – I mean, yeah, probably. I had a lot of guys tweet at me, and they're like, you've never seen Ernie Grunfield. I yes, didn't. that's You're true. Right. <laughs> I'm not I, that old. I was, born, I was born 20 years after Ernie Grunfield played <laughs> yeah, yeah. in Stokely. Um, so you're right. I've never seen Ernie Grunfield play. <laughs> you guys probably didn't either because I think that's when Tennessee was wearing blue on their jerseys, and you act like Tennessee's never worn another color than orange and white. So maybe you didn't watch Ernie Grunfield play. Maybe not. Um, but, man, what about that Kansas game? I mean, we – Again, we did all this with, without Josiah Jordan James, who is arguably Tennessee's best player. And if he's not, he's your, he's your biggest leader, so you definitely he's, want him. Defensively, he's got to be. And and I know there's probably some other guys that touch some areas real real well, maybe a little a hair better. But as far as a guy that can defend almost one through five, definitely one through four. And yeah, if you don't want to call him quick. your best just because of he's probably not your most talented player, he's definitely your most important player. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. MVP. <laughs> um, and Tennessee had 24 turnovers in this game and won by 14 against the defending national championship. Grady Dick, he's still searching for his shot because he is he, – I mean, he was smothered. He was – he he can stroke it, though. He can. He can. <laughs> also, Tennessee what a was name. A, That's Grady intentional. Dick. You saw – you knew your last name was Dick. I got to name my son Grady. It's intentional. I love it. <laughs> the fact that he's um, in Kansas and didn't they have strippers in, in that kind of ironic? Uh, were they that? No, that was Louisville, but they did have uh, that one year that Snoop Dogg played it there. Oh, yeah, there was definitely strippers. Well, they were exotic dancers, Landon. There's a difference. Oh, okay. All okay. right, there's, there's a difference. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
that that would be Bill Self. Yes, that that is him. So you're not a stripper if you're already in the clothing that you like. Like if you don't take off clothing. Yeah, you're just an, you're just an exotic pole dancer. That's okay. It. Yeah. Hmm. If you're upside down, fully clothed, exotic pole dancer. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call them fully clothed. But yes, I get. I get what you're saying. For a stripper. <laughs> Um, but man, uh, Viscovi hitting five threes after kind of him, him and Zakai have kind of struggled these past couple games of getting their shots and um, making some of those threes. But man, they they put it together those last two games. Um, Zakai was huge down the stretch. Um, Viscovi, I think he only made one three in that USC game, and it was the one in overtime that that put Tennessee ahead. And then five threes, 20 points, um, holding them to 32% from the field. I mean, Tennessee just dominated Kansas. Yeah, it's it's why you got to let Viscovi shoot. I know it sucks when he's missing. I think he was, what, five for like 14. He just needs to scoot up. I I know. If I watch him shoot one more from Rick Barnes' seat, I'm going to lose my mind. It's like he um, Rick Barnes showed the whole team where Chris Lofton shot that. He's like, bet I'm shooting yeah, there every time. <laughs> I want the five. Yeah. I want more five. Also, oh, okay. So let me ask you this: On Thursday, was Josiah dressed for the game? Because I looked it for looked him. Like he was because he was wearing black sweats on Wednesday, and I was looking for black sweat because I I just didn't see the announcement. So I was looking for black sweats on or just quote unquote street clothes. And I couldn't find him, so I thought maybe he was dressed. I feel like he was in warm-ups, but like like he was in his warm-up suit. Yeah, but yeah, probably trying to go through him or something. Yeah, I don't know. Also, can we talk about how much I hate playing in those ballrooms? You can't see the corners at all on the near side. I think Ty, Ty, uh, Tyreek shot a three from the corner, and I I thought we threw it out of bounds. Yeah, did you see where like? Somebody is actually playing in a. Are we like are yeah. we in a hotel? That's, a ho- that's that's the Atlantis Hotel in the Bahamas. Yeah, it's a hotel ballroom. It's a little bit bigger than the the Indiana women were playing in, but yeah. Oh, I was about to say like that was a full on like conference room. <laughs> yeah, no, this one's this one's a tad bit bigger, but it, it's okay. a ballroom. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, a little bit nicer. At least it looked stuff. like stands were around it. That, they did. That one they, they did put were... in stands. The, they put in sands, uh, Indiana, whatever that tournament that is that was. They just went full on AAU. I mean, yeah. just put a floor out there, and they were all sitting. You know those uh, those like stackable chairs that they have at hotels. They had just put those out for the the players. I was like, yeah. y'all could just metal chairs would look better. <laughs> they probably had like tape and a yeah you know, a white um, piece of paper that just said home team visitor team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that that was that just. You can't find a high school gym to play in at that point. Yeah. Um, two guys that have really impressed me so far in, in this basketball season, Jamal Meshack and Jonas Adu. I love Jamal Meshack. Oh, Jonas Adu is a freak. He's just a freak of nature. How yeah. can you be that tall and that athletic? It baffles me, truly. Yeah, 100%. I think yeah, he's I mean, going to – and I thought I would hate – I think it was the USC game. So many games in so so few days. I should have remembered which game. We had Plovsic uh, and uh, Adu in at the same time. And I'm thinking, there's no way this is our best lineup. Absolutely no way. And, I, I mean, I think we jumped out to a nice lead. It might have been USC. And yeah, we, I mean, he just he, – he's a rim protector. I mean, yeah. 
love Urosh seven footer, but he's he's not a rim protector at all. No, he's the guy um, that just makes you not want to go in the lane. He doesn't. He, yeah, he's he get the there to punish you. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't punish you exactly. Um, but Adu, you know, gets it done defensively, and like you mentioned, he can he can play the four. Yeah, because he is that athletic. Um, you know, he can shoot a three. Um, you know, he he had three blocks, I think, against Kansas, two steals. So you know, really good with his hands. Um, Jamon Meshack, he's a guy that is great defensively, but it also like since you're not ever gonna call for me to get the the ball, I'll just go I'll just go to the rim. Which I love. That's what Tennessee needs, and I think that's why he could become really vital as the season ticks on. Right now, you mentioned it. Zakaya sometimes, you know, he he's effective getting there. Vescovi almost never goes to the hole, which I know we hated it when he first got to Tennessee, but at least he penetrated. I mean, yeah, he'd pass it every time, but at least he was pinning. He doesn't even do that anymore. You need Jemaya Meshack if no one else is going to do it because he's the only one that's willing to just balls to the wall. I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm going to go get this ball to the backboard. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm. If you watch Tennessee play basketball on the offensive end, I mean, it it was great. This you know, not so great against Colorado. That that was just a weird game. But but this week and and. I hope. Atlantis. I mean, watching the ball move. I mean, it it doesn't stay somewhere very long at all. It's always moving. I'm trying to remember the play. I think it was. Uh, I think we either got a rebound or I mean, we were almost falling out of bounds. Like it was not a great play to start, and then we just go four or five passes back to back to back to set up a Vescovi three. It was beautiful. I mean, Tennessee's ability to adjust um, guys that are off when the guy. I mean, the key is if you watch any passing offenses working off the ball. And that's what we didn't do against Colorado. The way Tennessee worked off the ball this weekend, just, I mean, it's phenomenal. And it's what opens up the passing, and, and you need it. And that's what Tennessee did really, really well. Yeah, and, and here's my one knock on Tennessee. If they're going to continue to play inside out, Urosh. Yes, Urosh, when you get the ball, if you get it right here, you are like literally an inch from the rim. Just put it over. You don't – stop putting it on the ground. You lose it every time. And Olivier, you had five turnovers against Kansas. How in the hell does a post have five turnovers? Uh, listen, I, I've hated Olivier, and it seems like when I've hated him, hate's not the right word. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm talking when I uh, speak ill of Olivier, he seems to do better. So I'm going to continue to do it just to put it out there. Okay. Um, but don't maybe don't pass it to him until you're ready to shoot because you're not getting that ball back. So yeah. just do it that way you will. Yeah, can't have five. I mean, he's enough. Like, stop putting it on the ground. Every time you put it on the ground, you're not good with the ball in your hands. They're just going to take it from you. So stop doing that. I'd rather you shoot it and oh and miss because at least there's at least they the have to like, get a rebound. <laughs> yeah, they have to kind of knock it around a little bit for our defense to get back. If you're just giving it to them, I mean, it's a it's a sprint down to the other end. I love looking at Zakaya and Vescovi's rebounds. Kansas, uh, Vescovi had six. Zakaya had three. Oh, man, I'll have to pull up the USC one. It's just funny they out-rebound a lot of the other team's bigs. I love it. It cracks me up. I mean, they probably out-rebound our bigs, too. But. Three. Uh, Adu had nine. They, yeah, Adu had Yeah, he can crash the boards. Uh, Kumwa's rebounded better lately, too. He had seven against Kansas. Okay. Uh, Adu had nine. I, I, Kumwa, Kumwa has gotten a lot more physical. And I'll, I'll Dude, let's um, let's have a competition. Who has more rebounds at the end of the season, Zakai or Urosh? Let's let's like put Zakai. this out. Let's, let's put this now out, and maybe, and maybe it like triggers Urosh, and he just becomes like a freaking monster. 
We don't need to trigger that guy anymore. I've never seen someone more ready to fight, and I don't hate it. I just never <laughs> seen anyone more ready to fight. It's got to be a foreigner thing because it's Visco, it's Urosh first, and then Viscovi right behind him. It's just well, what about Jeremy Bain? He's not a foreigner. <laughs> he hasn't been ready to fight on the field this year. I've been very impressed. No, not not a single, not a single late hit this year. That's true. Yeah. Love that. Also, got to give credit where credit's due. Props to Kamal Haddon for just being better this week. Yes. Did I mean, there was a little bit of trash talk, but it wasn't after you gave up a 12-yard first down. Talking trash. So, um, And everybody's, everybody's cool with you talking trash. You can't talk trash after you just gave up something. No. Um, oh, Landon, you're not going to be happy about this at all. Uh, so not only does Ziegler have uh, five more, three more rebounds than Urosh, uh, Santiago has 13 more than Urosh, as well as Josiah Jordan James, who's played in half the minutes as Urosh. He has one more rebound. Okay, so let's do this. Let's do Viscovi and Zakai versus, versus Urosh and Olivier. Um, you don't. Yeah, have, you don't. They, if, if that's they're beating. Much, they're beating them right now. They're they're beating them by. So, uh, let's see who wins this competition. I don't know how we remember this, Joe. Maybe you can, <laughs> you know, keep up with this somehow. But um, yeah, that's that's something that we need. They'll blame it on how many threes we shoot. There's a lot of long rebounds. That's what we'll that's what we'll get. Ooh, oh, sorry, Urosh. I was reading the wrong minutes. Urosh has played ten less than than Tyree or than uh, Josiah. Sorry, gotcha. not not how I was looking at Tyreek Key, who also has the same amount of rebounds as Urosh. Um, I'd like I to see more from Tyree Key. He's kind of quiet. He was maybe, quiet this, maybe that's. He, I think he was quiet. the way Tennessee wants it. Yeah, he was quiet this weekend, but I just didn't feel like you needed him as much, right? That's true. I, I mean, you're. I don't know. I feel like he like if they put a bigger guard on him, mm -hmm. I feel like you have to. Um, it's kind of tough for him to like get a shot. Yeah, uh, I'd like to see him still trying to like, because he if you put a taller person on him, I don't think they're going to be as like stout as Tyreek Key. Nope. So I'd like to see him just try to back him down a little bit. Um, I'd like to see him catch more like around the free throw line and and see him shoot. You saw Julian Phillips do that a lot. I want to see that so much more. If he's if he's got any space on the elbow, give him the ball. Let him go to yep. work. Yep. <clears throat> Let him do it. Love it. Anything else uh, for basketball? That's all I got, man. I, I think this is going to be a good year. I, I was I wasn't Down looking forward to Colorado it after game. that Colorado <laughs> game, but um, this this battle for Atlantis has brought me back. Which I think it is. I, I mean, I don't know what this says about Tennessee beating a team like Kansas or even USC this early in the year. I, you know, it may not be a good sign what I'm about to say, but it seems like a lot of good teams have struggled early on in the year um, as well. I mean, Louisville's dang 0-4 right now. Um, so they're not good this year. You can exclude them. But you've had UNC lost to Alabama today and um, who they lose to earlier in the week. Um, who, who was it? Uh, UNC. Oh, UNC lost to Iowa State. And then Alabama lost to UConn and then goes and beats number one UNC. I mean, it's a, it's been a weird start to the week or year anyways. Mm -hmm. um, there's, a, there's some other weird ones in there. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Didn't Duke lose? Who did Duke lose to by 20 today? Purdue. Purdue. That's right. 19, actually. Sorry. Purdue okay. also put it on Gonzaga, too. Of course, Purdue's good when Tennessee's good. Why am I shocked at all? 
Well, they still have Zach Eady, who's like seven eight. And that's why they keep freaking doing it. That makes sense. Checks out. Um. Yeah, Joe said that that it was. It's Purdue. Uh, yeah. F mall. F mall. Yeah. Um. Most important. Most important. I guess oh, we didn't I really get into college football. No, we don't. We, I mean, we can. It was, I mean, uh, crazy week. I mean, other than Ohio, I mean, Ohio State got walloped. Um, you had Clemson. Which is so weird because the first half I was like, Ohio State's dominating this game. And then they just got dominated in the second half. Yeah. I think is Michigan just that much more physical. They just seem to. Well, in like Blake Corral had like one carry and then went yeah. out. And didn't play again. And I don't know. Here's my uh, plea for um, some transfers. Hey, Dallin Hayden, if you'd like to come back to Tennessee, <laughs> we'll welcome you back with open arms. Yeah, offers. we will. Because well, uh, I, I don't understand. He he rushed for like 150 yards, and then this week they barely – I think he had two carries. Yeah. Weird. I, I said it wasn't a crazy week. I, I mean, I completely forgot about Thursday's just fantastic Egg Bowl. Oh, my gosh. I. What more can you ask for in a classic rivalry game? I hate them. But I hate the Bowl. I love it. I love the chaos. Yeah, they're just a bunch of copycats that they smoke cigars after. And the pride of the South, that's a real thing. It is, yeah. It's just a copycat. <laughs> Their band was they do copycat. They throw, they throw trash on the field. They think they try to one up us with chairs. They, you're right, Landon. Copycat. They, they took Lane Kiffin. Yeah, they. they just, does Ole Miss want to be Tennessee? We haven't asked that enough. Yeah, the um, coach's son's name Knox. I mean, this is just <laughs> this is horseshit. Yeah, I had to look up. I I saw the pride of the South. I was like, hold up. <laughs> I know that they that they copied us. First of all, I was hoping that we wouldn't copy them. Um, but yeah, theirs was in 1924. Ours is like 18 something. So yeah, definitely they copied us. Frauds. Um, then you had NC State beat North Carolina in double overtime. Um, that was on Friday. And then yeah. uh, bad day to be a kicker. Yeah. And, and listen, here's the best part about being Clemson at home. South Carolina got to storm the field two weeks in a row, home and away. That's awesome. That is kind of cool. That's I don't awesome. know how that works, but yeah, that's kind of cool. Uh, and then Oregon, Oregon State, Oregon State, or I mean, Oregon just Dan Landing sucks. All right, I'll say it. After that, the way he handled that Washington final, um, they were up uh, thirty-one to was it ten? Thirty-one to ten at one point. They lose thirty-eight to thirty-four. Dan Landing, you suck. Yeah, I have money on Oregon, so I don't want to talk about it. I had money on even a worse loss, Landon. Even a worse loss. LSU minus one and a half. Minus one and a half. That's it. You just got to win the ball game. I had, I had some I had LSU in like a parlay. I just need them to win too. Yeah, I had them like, in a two-team teaser. And uh, who was it in? Uh, Pitt covered just fine. LSU, you suck. You're frauds. No one they believed are. it. They're about to have four them. losses. They are. That see playing in the conference championships got to suck sometimes. Because Ohio State, 
Well, and, and kind of nice to be out, right? I mean, you're almost you're the next yeah. team in the playoff. Yeah, you just hope one team loses well, this week. I guess USC's technically. No, no, no. USC's in now, right? They'll be number four. Probably. I mean, yeah. it doesn't come out till Tuesday, but yeah, more than likely they'll be number four. Um, but yeah, Ohio State's just sitting there. You just gotta have one team slip up. Um, and I think your best bet is I just I, I don't know why TCU just keeps winning, but they keep doing it. So I gotta give them credit at some point. But I'm not I'm not giving them credit this week. I think Kansas State's good. So I, I think you could be looking at Kansas State maybe knocking off TCU. I think that's Ohio State's best bet. And it I it, it could happen very well. But if t- if two people lose, are you really gonna put Alabama in over Tennessee? Is that gonna be real? I, I don't yeah, I mean what my question is because Tennessee certainly has the worst loss. There's no denying that. But do you look at the quality of wins first? Do you look at the quality of losses? Do you balance them out? Because if you look at the quality of wins, Tennessee has the upper hand. If you look at the quality of loss, Alabama has the upper hand. I think if you balance them out, especially seeing what LSU did to A&M, at A&M, I think Tennessee has the most quality across the board. I mean, yeah, if you're looking at where LSU is right now, where South Carolina is right now, where Tennessee is ranked and where Georgia is ranked, if you're adding up those if, – if you're trying to compare the two, it's about even. Because LSU is like 16, I think. Um, South Carolina is at like 20. Tennessee's at – they'll be at seven. seven. Georgia's at one. So, like, we also have, like – Georgia's a way better loss than any of Alabama's. Yeah. And where's where's Alabama's signature win? Yeah, and then so then you're also putting Tennessee, you're putting Alabama in a playoff, losing to two teams that are outside, like outside the playoff. Whereas Tennessee, one of their losses would be in the playoff. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's I, I think it's an interesting debate, and I think it would be Alabama just because I know the committee, and, and I mean it is, it is hard. Not to sit here and say the way you lost to South Carolina more so than the loss to South Carolina hurt you. Yeah, hundred percent. But then again, like, but then you have the same record. You have the same record. Why play the games if you're playing head to head? No, I agree with all that. Like, I'm not. I just don't. I'm not disagreeing. If head to head is something, that's got to be your biggest factor. Yeah, and and I'm not. I'm not sitting here just think like I don't think. I think they're going to put in Alabama if that. You don't watch. You don't watch the World Cup. Clearly, Landon, because head-to-head's the third tiebreaker. <laughs> is it really? Mm-hmm. Well, the World Cup sucks. And no, don't that start that. Don't you dare start zero, that. Zero-zero is ass. You can technically end right, – This is think about this. This is technically the regular season of the World Cup. It's group stage. If you want to think about it in football terms, it's the regular season. You can end an NFL football game zero-zero. It is possible. I hate it. I just want, like – if you end one to one, I'm cool with a draw. Like a draw is fine. It's a draw. Nil nil's a draw. I, it is. It's it's a draw. It's just like y'all suck. So let's just end the. <laughs> let's just end it now. Look, you're not going to sit here and convince me that ties shouldn't be a part of soccer. I'm, I didn't opinion. say ties. I said <laughs> no score ties should not be allowed in soccer. I hate ties. I think ties are the worst thing about sports. I hate them in the NFL. I hate yeah, them in I soccer. They suck. They, they're absolutely awful. 
But again, put it in NFL terms, it is uh, so you get a point for a tie in the group stage, All right, and in right in regular season play as well, you get a point. So as far as if if I told you you're on the United States team, if you tie today and nothing more, which I don't like, I think we should have played for the win. We didn't at the end. But if I tell you, if you tie this game, all you got to do is win and get in. You take a tie. I do have a question. Okay. So we do have to beat Iran. We have to beat Iran. If we so had there's won, no, there's no we tie. could have tied. Well, the game can end in that tie. Correct. But, but Iran that, would because they beat Wales. Yes. It, there is a situation where Wales, if they win more – if they win by at least, I think they'd win by five to make up that room, then they could get in over Iran. But a crazy situation. Okay. Winning Tennessee, though, no matter what happens in the Wales game, again, unless they won by more than like, they'd have to win by probably more. Um, I, Wales would. The United States, win, you're in. Win and you're in. All right, there you go. And listen, I, let's just talk about hot take, and, and I do want to talk about World Cup more because I've had some people ask about it, just real quick. If you watch baseball consistently, if you are a guy that wants to watch 162 games of baseball and you tell me soccer's boring, your opinion is the worst opinion on planet Earth. And listen, I enjoy watching baseball. This is not this big harp on how boring baseball is and blah, blah. If you don't understand the game, of course it's going to be boring. Of course it is. But when you know the when you understand the nuances of a game, like you do with baseball, you get it. Because I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm sure like you, you're cheering for a goal. And as much as I wanted a win, you get to a point where you're going, we've got to at least hold this tie. Because we, we need it to to get in. And so you're you're banking on that. So I mean it it does I just wish there was a, like a certain aspect where like um, you, you have it in football. Like, you have those instances where you play not to lose instead of to win. I just wish there was an opportunity for you to get burnt on play. There is. And I think that's why in the early stages, the United States and England both really struggled. They were both waiting on a counterattack. They were, they were sitting in, hoping the team would try to go for a win early, go for a goal early. And I think that's why – that's why it took a while. It's like a good boxing match. No one's really throwing hard punches or filling each other out. That's what this started out as. Just kind of sitting back, letting the other team attack, and then they were trying to counter. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. I just didn't know. I, I need some goals. Uh, we were playing field We were playing field position. We were playing, I mean, there's we were just no, getting a good punting scenario. There's just no way. You, like, And then that's shitty football. Like, if you're watching an Iowa – in a Wisconsin game, like, and it's three to three, you're like, oh my God, this is terrible. Um, While I don't disagree, so like, Landon, while I don't disagree with that, they're not running around for 90 minutes. <laughs> well, that's true. But, and I'm not saying like it wasn't uninteresting at all because there was some like at least shots. But I'm saying like at the end of it, you're like, man, that kind of sucked. Well, here's another thing and talking about the end. If you've watched the US, I mean, your whole life, no matter if you're, unless you're, several years younger than me. If you watch the U.S. your whole life, the one thing you at the U.S. used to be some of the best at in the World Cup is set pieces because they were just – it was like football or basketball. They were just nasty. They would go in, bang around, pick people off, drag them down by their jerseys. When the U.S. got an offensive set piece, 
I mean, you stood up waiting on a goal. We just don't have that anymore. We're too technical. I don't like it. Too technical. But Um, if you don't like ties, you'll love the knockout stages of World Cup. There's no ties. It's one of the few times in soccer there's no ties. Love no ties. Um, Let's get the most important real quick. I'm sure some of our listeners are loving the World Cup talk. I've had a lot of people. I've had three or four people that I've been DMing with about soccer, Landon. So – I'm not, Sorry. I'm not, Football. hey, you enjoy it. Hey, more power to you. Um, some people don't enjoy it. I enjoy watching USA beat somebody. So that's why I watch it. Because I'm, I'm American I, as crap. Yeah, that's another thing too is someone tweeted out that there's been a bunch more college football games that had more viewers because they took the Tuesday game we played against Wales. It was 8 million, 8.7 million. Friday's game was 20 million. And, I mean, I know part of that is we were playing England. That's a big game on the, in the World Cup. But the fact is that's the most watched um, – if it's a foot, college football game, that's the most watched college football game. Well, I don't know what they were doing during the Tennessee-Alabama game, but that's what it should have been. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and that's just in the U.S. That's not world ratings, by the way. That's yeah, just- I, I love the U.S., but I'm also not waking up at 5 a.m. if they have to play a game at that time. That is ridiculous. They don't have to play at 5 a.m., thankfully. They don't. But I'm like – some like half the games are already over by the time you wake up. Oh, football doesn't end 0-0? I beg to differ. Beamer ball, baby. Ugh. I mean, that's that's a game where you're like, all right, let's just end it all. And to be fair to both uh, football and basketball, you're awarded more than one point for every point you score, which is – let's just not – let's be honest about it. Like Tennessee's game would have ended what uh, six to six to nothing by soccer scoring. Yeah, is that so hard? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I love how we act like football. So I mean, what you're saying is Josh Heupel needs to go um, coach up the the Americans. I think that would be a way better hire than Greg Berhalter. Okay, way better hire. There you go. Um, most important. Most important. Um, I'm going to go Luke Fickle to Wisconsin. I think that is a good job for him. Um, he is an Ohio State it. guy. I don't get so, it. So, I think it, it it is Big Ten ties. Um, I think they're going to have a different offensive philosophy than Wisconsin is. I don't know yeah. why he's waited so long for a Wisconsin job, I guess is my question. Well, and Cincinnati's about to go to the Big 12. That's another reason I don't get it. I feel like you have a really good chance to kind of build something new. It's just weird. And it, for the reason for the reasons you said, too, the Wisconsin just doesn't seem right. I don't know. But, hey, I mean, what, I'm sure you got paid a ton, so good for Power you. Power to you. Yeah. What about uh, Matt Rule in Nebraska? Do you like that hire? I do. I uh, I think he was obviously a college guy, speaking of how philosophies may change a bit um, based on how he coached at Baylor. Um, I mean, I think that was a late uh, alley-oop hire for Nebraska. Kind of the timing worked out. I don't think they were ever interested in some of the other names that were being floated out for, like, the Auburn job, for example. Um, Matt Rule seemed easy. And I'm glad they did it. I I don't know. I think Nebraska's got to be a tough place to win, kind of like Tennessee. A lot of pressure. Uh, It's got to be consuming of just a human. Um, so I, I don't know how it'll work out, but I mean, it can't be worse than Scott Frost, right? Right? You think? I mean, 
Matt Rule sucks. And he's a great college coach. In the, I was going to say, in the but NFL, like, he sucked. But and, and a lot of great college football coaches go to the NFL and suck. Urban Meyer did. Sucked. Horrible. One of the yeah. worst coaches of all time probably in the NFL. Um, so, I mean, he just couldn't handle he, – he couldn't get a quarterback right in the NFL. And I know how important it is in college. It's even more important in the NFL to have a good quarterback. Um and he just couldn't figure it out, and for that reason, he got canned. So um, he had to move from Charlotte, which I think is a great city, to Lincoln, Nebraska, which I don't think is a great city. So good for him. Agreed. Um, my first most important, this is a shout-out to – I've already given a shout-out to Casey Pruitt for being about that life um, and delivering money. You were committed, and I, I appreciate that. You were committed to Tennessee's success. Shout-out Casey Pruitt. Um, I'm going to get another shout-out to Jeremy Pruitt's babysitter. I'm assuming someone that lived in Knoxville, uh, potentially even from the area their whole life. They were told to deliver bags of money to potential recruits or even current players, and sounds like they didn't even bat an eye. And for that, the balls, thank you for trying. It was an ill-fated attempt, but we thank you for trying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, you know, going on that note, I got a kind of a, a fail for that because oh, there's, mean, a gotta, there's a lot. There's a lot. We got to say false advertising for saying it was McDonald's for so long. And it was actually Chick Fil A. Oh, is this just so, a coup attempt by McDonald's try to get their name out there a little more? I think it was. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe they're struggling on the strip a little bit, and and that was their way to kind of um, get after. It. Maybe. Chick-fil-A was okay with that, too. Maybe they didn't want that bad publicity. But, um, hey, it's out there now. So, Chick-fil-A. I mean, if if I'm looking at it now, I'm like, yeah, cool. It was Chick-fil-A. You helped us get rid of a, of a terrible coach, and now look yeah. at where we are. So, good for you. Yeah. I love that people, too, were going at Mike Wilson because uh, he published that article on Thanksgiving saying that he was attacking the university. I was like, I think – the university's probably giving a big old shout out for getting this information public. They got out of a twelve million dollar buyout. They ain't disappointed about nothing that came into that situation. And Chick Fil A was closed that day, so. <laughs> uh, my next one is speaking of uh, Mississippi State again. Drew Holland said, "I don't know what he coached at Mississippi State, but he also tweeted at that reporter and said, where do you want your game ball sent to?'" Mm. Yeah. How about that? Probably not a good thing to tweet. I'm going to assume it's been deleted by now. And that's a fail? That was most important. I love it. Okay. Okay. That's a very Kiffin like tweet. So I love that. That's all about Lane Kiffin. Yeah. Um, the rest of mine are fails. Do you have yeah, any? Yeah, I've, I've got a fail. Speaking of, we'll stay on Mississippi State. Um, I mean, there's just no way that's a cigar. Yeah, that is. <laughs> what is happening? You definitely have black lung after you smoke that. You know the uh, you know the video of the people that do getting patted down by police officers. Like, yeah, that's my penis. Yeah, yeah, that I think that's just like that's a penis. That's not a cigar. That's a, yeah. <laughs> that's sus. Is what that is. <laughs> it is very <laughs> sus. In a um, locker room too, of all places. Yeah, what are you doing? Um, I have my fail is Utah State covering the spread. Did you see this? I didn't. They were they're down five on the eleven yard line with a minute and a half left, and the spread was seventeen minus seventeen. So they were down by five. They're about to win the game. 
They don't get on fourth down. Boise State runs a 90-yard touchdown, 91-yard touchdown um, to put them up. Utah State gets the ball back. So you're thinking I'm still in the clear for – Yeah, cover. They throw, they throw a pick six and lose the game by 19. That sounds like a very Utah State thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, bad beat. I didn't just, have them. So speaking of uh, speaking of gambling, I I gave you guys a free money play, absolute free money. No one took it. I mean, free, I, mean I, I don't know what else to do for you all. You're right. I should have done. It. I'm sorry. I mean, it's not great. Plus one hundred for that though. How much did you put on it? I just put fifty on it. I should have. I thought about putting a hundred. You put fifty. Good for you, man. Free money. <laughs> I knew it was free money. Y'all just don't believe me. Um, uh, I've got a fail, but it probably could be most important. Uh, Devin Farmer on Twitter. I uh, tweeted at Kentucky Sports Radio back on December fourteenth, twenty twenty-one. I'm not sure who found this tweet, so kudos to whoever found it. Uh, he said, "As if Tennessee fans weren't annoying enough." They're already talking about going 10-2. and two. Great call, Devin. Spells his name D-V-A-N. Um, they're already talking about going 10-2 and two next season, and we are already marked down as an automatic win for them. Devin Farmer calling his shot. Yeah. I mean, just excellent foresight, my friend. Excellent. Yeah, good for you, D-Van. That's called 2020, ladies and gentlemen. Gosh. Um, my fellow is uh, Butch Jones. Been fired yet? He um they're lead nineteen to fourteen in the fourth quarter and fell to Troy forty eight to nineteen. What? Yeah. Um and then they they finished the season three and nine. Uh five of their losses came after leading in the fourth quarter against um Troy, Memphis, Old Dominion, Southern Miss, and Texas State. So Landon, not, they're not they're not concerned with championships. They've already won the most important championship. That's a championship of life. Yeah. Well, they're not winning the fourth quarter. So. They're certainly not. Winning. Yeah, they're not playing Beamer ball either. No. Um. Which is, is South Carolina just good? Like, I think they what, are. Unfortunately, I think they what are. happened? What they the played world? Tennessee. I'm. T- there's only two ways you can go after Tennessee. You can go the route of someone like Pitt or um, Kentucky. Or Kentucky, or you can go the route of South Carolina or Georgia, um, or even you could argue Alabama. I know they have lost LSU, but you could argue Alabama. It's up to you. The choice is yours. You will never be you will never be average. That is certainly yeah. something you won't be. Or I think you could argue the route of LSU. LSU exploded after getting demolished by Tennessee. There's no in between for these teams. And then tanked. <laughs> and then tanked. That was way later on. Yeah. Um, my next fail is the Jaguars uh, mascot. Did you see him? Was he naked on the sideline or in a speedo? Yeah, he's in a speedo. Yeah, it's kind of hot. <laughs> Can you see that? I didn't see that picture. What is going? Urban Meyer has been hanging out in Jacksonville for too long. <laughs> Jeez. You, I mean, imagine how much – I think a, like a suit like that is like 10 grand or something. You see all that blonde hair, though? Urban would love that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you better watch out in a bar. Um, I have one more. I'm just going to read through this real quick. Um, 
Pitts, number 95 for Pitt, I don't know his name, but him just like gashing his head open with a helmet. I didn't see And this. watching his teammates' reaction. Oh, the dude insane. that was – okay, yeah. yeah, I did see that. Yeah, okay. One of his teammates had a classic, like, you are crazy reaction. Yeah, they were all just like, what? And then one of them was just like, yeah. what the – And Did you see uh, Nick Saban got cut up? Yeah, well, I wonder what happened to him. I think they said Will Anderson ran into – like, they, him and Will Anderson ran into each other. Oh, so they kissed. Oh, yeah. On the okay. mouth. Good for him. Yeah. I was probably Jermaine Burton. He probably felt threatened. Yeah. <laughs> More than likely. Did you see the Oregon player? I, that should be a fail. I don't know who it was. Just yeah. <laughs> sucker punch that dude. I went full of Garrett Blunt. Uh, did you also see the article I tweeted out from 2021 where Nick Saban said he, he likes fans rushing the field? I did see that. Uh, let me see if I can find that real quick. I can definitely find it on my Twitter. Just so I can read it for you. Because that, that's that, a case you can um, give it out, but you can't take it. Oh, well, I mean, this was after they got rushed against A&M. He said, I never feel threatened. People are very respectful, actually. We have a very good police protection, and they've been very helpful. I'm ex- Hey, I'm excited that people are excited and back to watching football and being in games and having the opportunity to demonstrate their passion. That sounds like a man who loves to see field storm, like many of us. Out it there. also kind of sounds like a um, somebody wrote that quote for him. No, this was at a press conference when he said it. Mm. No, he, he – uh, I mean, he even said he uses it as a way to, like, you know, get his team fired up too. So, well, well, yeah. Bulletin board yeah, material. It got, it got Jermaine Burton fired up for sure. Yeah. For sure. All right, well. That's all I got. We went long. We'll keep it under two hours, though. Yeah, keep it under <laughs> two. Um, guys, thanks for listening. Um, thanks for getting in the chat here. We had Mike Ellis and and Connie get in here. Said I'm proud. We had a few people on Twitter too. I'm sorry, I missed some of them. I wasn't <clears throat> dialed in. Yeah, like I should um, be. We got some go balls and stuff like that. So appreciate y'all getting in the chat. We'll we'll be more on top of that as we go. Um, get some guests in here. Also, sponsorships. Love to, to help your business grow. Um, if you're interested in, in sponsoring this podcast, just um, hit us up. You can get in our DMs, either one of us or More Important Issues, or you can email us at moreimportantissues16 at gmail.com. That's it. And, uh, yeah, let's sure talk to you about that. Make sure you're following us, too. We got to do the – I hate doing this. It's not like a like, subscribe, follow, whatever, whatever – uh, yeah, our YouTube on. is is pretty trash. So yeah. if you want to get on YouTube and subscribe, that'd be awesome. Um, I'll try to be better. I don't know what to do. Yeah, we'll think about it's it. hard to promote that. But yeah, um, guys, thanks for listening. Hope you all have a good rest of your week. It's gonna be a tough one. You've had a long weekend, so it's gonna be a tough week to get back to it. But uh, have a great Monday, and uh, we'll be back on Thursday night talking um, everything. So we'll see you then. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.